The following is a sermon that was preached at Faith Lutheran Church in Sharpsburg, Georgia. For more information about our church or to hear past sermons from Faith Lutheran, visit georgiafaith.com. Thank you for listening. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. You know, growing up in the 90s with two older sisters, our house was perpetually full of Disney movies and music. And do you remember that one? Disney's Beauty and the Beast? In Beauty and the Beast, we meet Belle, this young woman who's trapped in a magical castle, and her only friends are these enchanted household objects. It's not long after Belle arrives at the castle that her new friends decide to throw her this lavish banquet. They sit her down, they bring out the best food and drink in all of France, and they put on this incredible show, all for Belle. And they do all this because in their minds, Belle is their honored guest, and they will do whatever they can to make her feel welcome. Dear friends, maybe you can remember a time when you hosted an honored guest. Who was it? Was it that special someone when you invited them over to meet your family for the first time? Was it an important business client or your boss? I'm sure whoever it was, you did whatever you could to make a good impression. But imagine for a second that instead of a friend or family member that you were hosting royalty. What would you do? What food would you prepare? How much would you clean the house? Wouldn't you do everything in your power to make your honored guest feel welcome? You know, it's in our gospel for today that we see a similar scene. First, we find Jesus on the road. We're told in just the chapter before our text for today that Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. He was a man on a mission. And that mission would only end in Jerusalem at the cross. And so with laser-like focus, our Savior continued his journey, going from town to town, preaching the good news, healing the sick and the lame. And it's along this route where Jesus stops at a small village just outside Jerusalem, a village called Bethany. And here at Bethany, two of his good friends welcome them into their home. They're two sisters. We know them as Mary and Martha. Now, as soon as Jesus enters the house, Martha gets right to work. Because everything has to be perfect for Jesus, their special guest, Maybe she starts to sweep the floor and then she needs to bake the bread and she has to go to the well to fetch some water. There is so much for her to do. And she was just trying to be a good Israelite hostess. Hospitality was very important in their culture. Just look at what Abraham did in the first reading when he had some guests come. Martha just wanted to do the same because Jesus was no ordinary guest. And then after we meet Martha in our text, we meet Mary. And she's not helping with the cleaning. There's Mary sitting at Jesus' feet, 
just listening to him, listening to him talk, listening to him teach, and clinging to every word he says. Martha glances over and sees her sister sitting there on the floor, and she gets a little upset. If you grew up with siblings, you understand. It's no fun working while someone else is relaxing. And so she comes over to Jesus and she says, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. It made sense, right? Martha was busy preparing for their special guest. Mary was just sitting there and the work wasn't going to get done on its own. But then we see a gentle reply from Jesus. He looks at Martha and he says, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Now at first Jesus' words might sound like a rebuke, but behind those words is love. Behind Jesus' words is understanding. He knows. He understands what's on Martha's mind, that there is so much for her to do. Her obligations and concerns are pulling her this way and that. But Jesus knows. He understands that she just wants to serve her Lord. But yet he gently reminds her that there is only one thing truly needed, to sit at his feet and to listen to his word. Dear friends, as we hear this scene in Bethany, does it sound familiar? The fact is, we live busy lives. We have plenty to do. Whether you are providing for your family, working a full-time job, or you're picking up the slack, serving in your community, or around church, there's so much to do, isn't there? There's so much to do. There's only so many hours in a day and with a little caffeine, we push our limits. We try and do more and more. Because doesn't Jesus deserve our very best? And doesn't he tell us to serve him with everything we have? Isn't that what we learned in the parable of the Good Samaritan last week? To serve God and serve our neighbor? It's a good thing for us to serve Jesus. But dear friends, the devil is very good at what he does, too. And maybe he uses very obvious things. Maybe he uses bad things to keep us from sitting at Jesus' feet. You know, he can make us look so, so much at ourselves so inwardly that maybe he has you thinking that before you sit at Jesus' feet, you need to tidy up your own life first. Or maybe he takes something good to keep you from Jesus, something like serving God and serving your neighbor. You see, the thing is, the devil will use anything he can to keep us from being like Mary, from just sitting at Jesus' feet and listening to his word. Because he knows. The devil knows just how much we need his word, just how important it is for our daily lives. And so sometimes he tricks us into thinking that what we have to offer Jesus is more important than what he offers us. But Jesus today tells us something different. He says only one thing is needed. 
And it's not that we shouldn't serve others. It's not that we shouldn't serve God. And the lesson isn't that Mary was right and Martha was wrong. It's not that simple. Because in each of us, there's a little bit of Martha and a little bit of Mary. We want to serve Jesus. We want to sit at his feet. But if Jesus would walk into your home and sit down, what would you do? Wouldn't we do exactly what Martha did? But sometimes Jesus gives us the reminder that we get it backwards. You see, in reality, Mary and Martha were the guests, and Jesus was the host. Because Martha wanted to do all these things for Jesus, she wanted to serve him, and that was very important. But what Jesus had to give Martha and Mary was the one thing needful. And that's what he gives you and I today. He looks at you like he looked at Martha, and he says to you, my child, my child, I understand. I know what's on your mind. I know you are distracted, that you have things to do. But come, come sit here at my feet. See what I have to offer you, and let me be the host. And come, be my honored guest, for I have the one thing needed. And why is what Jesus gives us the one thing that we need? Well, dear friends, you, you and I know we don't have to look very far to find the answer. Jesus gives us the one thing needed. It's the one thing that we truly need because in this world, accidents happen. In this world, hearts are broken and marriages fall apart. In this world, people work hard and they find fulfillment in what they do. But what happens when that fades away someday? The thing is, we all need something solid and dependable to get us through this life. Because finally, it's not about what we can accomplish, and it's not about the things we own. Because those things will pass away. But Jesus' words will never pass away. And when we sit at Jesus' feet, like Mary did, we come face to face with the one who loves you more than anything in the world, the one who gave his very life for you so that you could be his own. And dear friends, you'll find that whatever has you distracted, whatever has you worried, Jesus always has the right words. He reminds you that your sins are forgiven, that he loves you, that he has a place prepared for you. His words give us exactly what we need to get up in the morning. And when you're unsure about what the day will bring, Jesus gives you his sure and certain promises in his word. And if you're simply tired, Jesus gives you that rest that only he can give. He, he outstretches his hands and he, you see his marks, the price for your salvation on his hands. And he says, come, Cast your anxieties on me. He tells us to pick them up and to simply throw them onto our Savior. And that offer is always there, dear friends. Just as in our text, Jesus told Martha, it will not be taken away from her. Because Jesus knows how busy you are. 
He understands because he was a busy man himself, a man on a mission going from town to town to the cross. And some days he was busy teaching and healing from morning to night. And even when he stopped at Mary and Martha's house, it wasn't for his own rest and relaxation. No, it was so he could give Mary and Martha that rest that they needed. And that's all he wants to give you too. He wants you to know that he always has time for you. When you pray, you're not catching him at a bad time. When you open up his word, he speaks to you. And he gives you his full attention. He sits you down at the feast he's prepared for you. He treats you as his honored guest. Because he just wants you to know what he's done for you. From day one on this earth to his last breath on the cross, Jesus was serving you. And from the day he ascended into heaven and until you join him there, he will continue serving you. So come. He gives you this invitation to sit at his feet. And you know, these days when you receive an invitation to a party, you often receive an RSVP, a little invite that tells the host who's coming and what you're going to bring. As we consider this amazing invitation from Jesus, understand who he is. Understand what he's giving you. He's a gracious host who gives us his promises, the very words of life, the good news that in him our every sin is paid for. So how will you RSVP? What will you bring? We can bring our cares We can bring our every concerns. We can bring our worries and distractions. And Jesus will bring the rest. So here we are. Here we are at Jesus' house, and and everything is ready. You don't have to do a thing. All you have to do is sit at Jesus' feet, because you have chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from you either. So come. Be Jesus' honored guest. Put his service to the test. Because, dear friends, he alone gives us the one thing needed. Amen.